0: The caller you are trying to reach has moved on with their lives.
1: This week on the Story Song Podcast.
0: I hear the tale the all its
2: glory. Three friends who took inventory of all the songs that tell the story. the Story Song Podcast.
3: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Cazell. Each and every episode, we walk you through a story song, and this week, we have a great story song, but I got to tell you right up at the top, no, it's not by the band from The Muppet Show. I understand (laughs) how you might get confused by that. This is a completely different band.
0: Janice is not involved in it. No,
3: sadly not. Animal is not on drums. Although, this band looks like they could be Muppets, but we're going to get there. I
1: mean, at the time, he was a a pretty big session drummer. Um, Oh, Animal? Yeah. 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 So he might have been on this, just not credited.
0: He played with a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. It's surprising, yeah. Yeah. I think
3: he's on Thriller, actually, which is weird.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. His solo in The Last Waltz is like spectacular. You're like, that... I mean, come on.
3: So this week, uh, we're doing Sylvia's Mother Mm -hmm. uh, by Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show. And uh, this is is an interesting kind of story song, which is that it's basically a monologue, right? So it's somebody who's literally... Well, I would almost. Well, I guess they are telling us the story, right? They're telling you, the listener, the story of what happened. Yeah. Except yeah, that
1: replaying to you what happened to them.
3: Right. Right. They're telling you what happened, but the majority of the story is our narrator telling you what other people said. Yeah. Yeah. That's like most of it. It's like this person said this, and then this person said that, and like
0: that's most of it. Real gossipy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then and then in what seems like real time first person, he's telling he's not telling you, he's saying what he says. Yeah, yeah. So he's remembering what they say or telling you what they say, and then you're in it, like it's it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole thing is a telephone conversation.
3: I guess it's a question of whether or not this is this happened in the past, and he's telling you, or it's like, because right. the tense is like, I don't know, present perfect. I, English class was way too long ago for me. Yeah. To, but he's like, <laughs> so I and so says, this then this other person says, like right. they're, they're telling you, like it's happening in real time. And mm-hmm. yet, I mean, I don't know, maybe they're like a reporter who's like telling you, like, and then this happened, and then this happened. Yeah. And, then, yeah. you
1: know. and it's also interesting to note there are four characters, um, yep. three right. of them talk. Well, um, my, th-
0: yeah. Well, Michael, why don't you give us a little quick uh, summary of what the heck heck this actual story is.
3: Thank
1: you. No, I think let's just talk around it for a while. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Um, So Sylvia's mother is a song about a man who calls his uh, ex-girlfriend. He's trying to restart their relationship, but her mother answers the phone and Mm -hmm. won't let him talk to her because she's moved on with her life. She's happy now and she's getting married to someone else.
2: Yeah. And it's
1: important to note that he calls on the day of her wedding. Yeah. So Over, we'll
3: get yeah. there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yes, <laughs> that's, that is, uh, that's where quite we are Some,
3: uh, some yeah. interesting timing yeah. uh, on this phone call. But yeah, he calls. The mother uh, won't let to talk to her. And then the operator, because uh, supposedly he's, or, or, or presumably he's at a pay phone, yeah. uh, keeps chiming in wanting more money uh, for, for, old, for old Ma Bell. <laughs> yeah, gotta pay Ma Bell. <laughs>
4: sylvia's mother says sylvia's busy too busy to come to the phone sylvia's mother says sylvia's trying to start a new life of her own sylvia's mother says sylvia's happy So why don't you leave her alone? And the operator says 40 cents more For the next three minutes, please
0: couple of questions because it, the the timing of all of this of yeah. when they were dating how long they were dating how long it's how long it's been since he's spoken to Sylvia it, it's yeah. it feels like it's all over the place because of the way Sylvia's mother starts she's yeah. busy too busy to come to the phone
3: well I think I mean I think that is that's underplaying it right right, right. where she's like she's she's busy like right. basically trying <laughs> yeah. to like take the hint dude yeah uh, before before I really start digging in here Take the hint. She's busy, mm-hmm. too busy to ha- come to the phone, hang up, and like walk away from the situation. But of right. course, he doesn't.
0: No, of course not. So, has he been calling? Do we think f- continuously since they broke up? I, I don't think so. But Michael,
3: I would be interested to hear your theory on that. If he's been calling since they broke up,
1: yes, um, like yeah. is this
3: a constant thing?
1: I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe I can't. It could it could go two ways. Like this could either be like a constant thing where like Sylvia's mother is like, "Oh, he's calling again," or right, right. it could be just like really bad timing, or like he just found out that she's getting married gotcha. from a friend of a friend of a friend. And yeah, like, he's and like he like, just I wants one last I can't let yeah. this one get away again. Okay, Th-
0: that's a good point. Now that that's a that's a good point because of like in the chorus when he's like, "I just want to tell her goodbye. I just I just want to talk to her." I'll I'll only keep her a while. (laughs) A while. Which, by the way, a while could be a long time. If I'm like, I just want to talk to you for a while, that's too long.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I'll talk to you for a minute. Right. You know, one sec. If he was like, if he said, I've just got to talk to her, I'll only keep her a sec. Yeah. Just one sec. Just one sec. That's fine. Well,
1: what's also interesting about the verse of the the song is you don't hear his side. You only hear his side of it in the chorus. So you hear Sylvia's mother say she's busy she's trying to start a new life you don't you don't hear his responses right so one of two things is happening either he's cutting out the responses and you don't hear him say like please let me talk to her or she's just like escalating this really fast she's too busy (laughs) i mean she's happy now get lost
3: i think this is sort of this is almost like a pulp fiction like the the chronology is almost cut up a little bit right because i think what he's saying is please Mrs. Avery." I just got to talk to her, and she's like, Sylvia's busy, and he's like, I'll only keep her a while. She's trying to start a new life, you know. I just want to tell her goodbye. Sylvia's happy, so why don't you leave her? You know what I mean? Like, I think she's picking it up.
1: Her her response is mixed in with the verse. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's like.
3: I don't know if it's right, like right, right. exactly like one-to-one, but I think like he's basically saying the same things over and over again, and she's shutting him down. I just want to say real quick, yeah. before we move on, my the way I've always interpreted this song is real negative on this dude. <laughs> oh, on the dude? <laughs> on the dude. Okay. Because and this is assumed now, look, Sylvia's mom could be like a psycho bitch, right? Right. But let's assume that she's like a nice normal lady. Mm-hmm. Here's what I imagine this guy. Comes into Sylvia's life yep breaks her heart yeah dis- disappears oh sure he ghosts if, yeah. I, if I can use the, I think uh, so. the the terminology of the day comes back into her life like she like figures it out he comes back in does it again breaks her heart disappears guess what? Third time, the day she's getting married. Oh, I just want to talk yep. to her. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. come on. Like, he found out she's getting married, and this guy's just messing with her head. Whether he's doing it like intentionally or he's just like such a scumbum that, yeah. like, this is just the only way you can, like, interact <laughs> with people. But, like, I, cause I, I, and I think, I think that's what it is. Like, and also, Sylvia, like, I mean, she's got it hard for this guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She, like, if, if, if she gets on the phone, she's going to start crying. And she's well, going to, she, uh, yeah, and she's going to break up. Her, she's going to break up with the guy yes, down from Galveston yes. Way, right? right? So Sylvia's mother knows she's just got to get her over on this hall. Yeah. She's
1: just got to say I do, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, right? get on the train. Everything will be fine. <laughs> just get on the train.
0: Well, I think you're right. I mean, she because the first three are she's busy. She's trying to start a new life. She's right. happy. Just leave her alone. She's yeah. ha- If you really cared about her, then you would leave her alone because she's happy right now. Right. Um. One of my other favorite if things about... if you love
1: someone, you know, friends. get rid of them or right. something. Go, yeah. go, what? Tell them go away. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and if they come back, do you really want them? Uh, <laughs> Cause, cause, <laughs> you really want somebody that's that you I, mean,
3: I mean, they're pretty pathetic. If I'm they come like, back, I,
0: mean, <laughs> so. geez, I can't believe it. I, I treat you like dirt. You came back to me? Um, this is just going to be cyclical. I don't know what we're doing
1: here. And I don't know if, if maybe he's not like a terrible person who's just sort of coming in and out of her life maybe he's right. it's this is 1972 mm-hmm. so maybe he's like i can't settle down man like that right. sort of right yeah i mean yeah.
3: yeah i mean i think they're just bad for each other like right, i mean right. he, if you want to be if you want to be more charitable him i think they're just bad for each other and he should probably just let this go but yeah. you know he's he's they're basically like a doomed romance and this guy from Galveston way and i know we haven't gotten there yet but the guy that she's marrying He's probably a stick-in-the-mud accountant, right? He's some right, boring right. dude, but yeah. he's- He's like, stable. It's good. Yeah, he's stable. He's stable. He's stable. Uh, these, these two are going to be like Sid and Nancy, right. you know, <laughs> if left to their own devices. So yeah. Sylvia's yeah. mother's just trying to like yeah. make sure that she, you know, oh turns gosh. out with someone who at least is going to take care of her, right? Um,
0: yeah. You know, one of my favorite things about this song is that- in the, in the verse, he says, Sylvia's mother, over and over again. Sylvia's right. mother, Sylvia's mother. And then when he's speaking, it's, please, Mrs. Avery. Mm. So you can picture he's being polite when he's on the phone with with uh, Sylvia's right. mother. But when he's talking to his friends and stuff, he's like, Oh, Sylvia's mother. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable she won't, won't, you won't believe what she said. Sylvia's mother. I'm not going to say her name. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvia's mother did this.
3: <laughs> um, we, that before, woman. Before, yeah, that woman. Before we move off this uh, verse. Yeah. We just talk about two things. One, and this... Well, actually, we're talking about three things. One, there's two things here that the kids of today could not possibly understand. Mm-hmm. One, the getting past the mother. Right. Right.
0: The, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, There's yeah. only
3: the one phone. True, true. You call the house, right? And, yeah. And you have to go through that barrier of, like, whoever picked up the phone. Right. Because, like, Sylvia could could answer the phone, and this story goes very differently it's true right it's true but the mom i mean the mom probably the mom probably saw this
1: coming the song would be called hey sylvia it's me
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh mom saw it coming and she was she was like on the phone over (laughs) the phone
1: standing by that phone just waiting
0: oh she was just waiting for this she's like no sylvia you go pack i'm staying by the phone do not pick up that phone phone. right do not pick up the extension in your room yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah. don't worry i got it i got it you got you
1: got other things to do i'll Mm -hmm. take care of the phone calls yeah number two and no nobody try and get on the internet
2: yeah,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Number- a phone call. <laughs> Number two, the
3: operator saying forty cents more. Right. Again, you had to like keep you know, and you would talk to the operator on the phone. That, I mean, that is so old that like that even predates us. Like I can't, I don't think I ever talked to the operator on a pay no, phone.
0: never, never. Because it was even when you had to get a get a uh, like collect call. Yeah, to, it was like a robot. to get home from the mall. It was it was a robot. Does nobody in the 70s own a phone? There are so many songs like this where they are hanging out and it's there's always a payphone. They're yeah. always at a payphone. What? They, there's you no know, the drama. There's, the drama. There's not I, I was going to say there's not device. even caller ID. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a great device, but there's like it's like there's caller ID, and you have to like call from a <laughs> un- unlisted number. But there's always this operator. Right. Other songs as well that I can't <laughs> think of right now. But it is. You know, I, don't I think it's just,
1: this an operator.
0: A, yeah, but payphones are a big thing. Payphones are also a big thing in you know in movies during that time as well. Right.
1: Because you had to get
3: to the payphone. Right. You had to have money for the payphone, right? Right, right? And I if
0: think
1: in this case. It's probably raining. It's probably yeah. raining. <laughs> so, True. like, the, the phone booth is your only shelter.
0: Well, right. in this, it is raining. It's starting to rain, but we'll get to that later. Right. and
3: But also, like, there's the there's a the device of, like, this is someone you can talk to, right? Who's, like, a stranger. Right. I, yeah. I, we were talking about the song Operator by Jim Crocher. We won't go into it because we'll probably do it someday. But he's talking to the operator. In that song, obviously, and basically pouring his heart out to right. the, the unnamed operator Poor operators. And then also that tension of like, oh, you only get a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like he's like in theory, he's running out of money trying to get Sylvia on the phone. And at right. some point he'll have run out of money and then that's it. Right. Well, you know, I mean, I think that 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 only adds to his scumbum bona fides <laughs> that he's calling from <laughs> a payphone and not from the house. Like, is he at okay. a, is he at a bar?
0: Oh, calling? maybe he could you be know what at a I mean? bar. Like,
3: what, like, where is he? Why is he not at his house He calling? had three
0: shots, and he's like, right.
1: oh And he suddenly is like,
3: I, I I gonna call call I'm going to call, call her, Sylvia.
0: Guys. She can't marry that guy. The
3: bartender's uh, like, call him. don't call her. Maybe his
1: <laughs> iPhone battery is dead. And... <laughs> sure,
3: sure, sure. Right, I mean, if, of course. If he, if he is in the age of iPhones and he found a payphone, I'd be more power to him. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You
0: keep that man, because yeah. that is resourcefulness.
3: Like <laughs> that
1: guy found. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So what's interesting, I think, to get back to the operator part. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's interesting about that, I think, is the first time I heard this song, like that that line just sort of sticks out. It's kind of weird. Right. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. Like, it yeah. doesn't rhyme with anything. It sticks it out a lot. The more I've listened to it over time, the more I kind of like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Because it's, it's somebody who's not part of the conversation. Right. Yes. Well, it's I- not part of the conversation. I also, I guess that... I guess that almost counts as a mini bridge, right?
3: Because it's of. not yeah. part of the verse. It's, I mean, so it's like each time it's a bridge. So that's, I mean, that kind of lyric, or at least like the way or the song a feels. It's a pre-chorus. It's a pre-chorus. But the way the song feels, it doesn't. F- I never thought that was weird that that line doesn't rhyme with any other line because it just feels separate from like the verse and the chorus. So it's like either a bridge or a pre-chorus, yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. And but the other thing I was going to say, which is funny, is like that probably is like what a phone call cost at the time so sure. like if you were listening to this song you couldn't you couldn't say like 50 cents for like something that rhymed because people at home would be like but that's not what it costs it got cost right, 40 right. cents for three minutes <laughs> right you know? You,
0: we know exactly what how much it costs <laughs> i like that part because there's something he has such desperation and he's really trying to get through to sylvia and it's it feels like maybe he's trying to make his case or whatever but it keeps on getting cut off by the operator and so there's right. this halt in the oh, yeah, um, yeah. in in the um urgency yeah right? where feels... reality stick re- reality like rears its ugly head
3: that that's actually I had not thought of that's a really good point right because yeah. maybe you could imagine like the mother's starting to soften a little bit like or he's right, like getting, right and then all of a sudden it's like 40 cents and it, he has to like start all over again Cause, exactly like, cause they, exactly because now sh- now the mother's gone he's right. just talking to the operator he's like pumping money in yeah and like you know I mean but why doesn't the mom just hang up? I mean, maybe she does. He I mean,
0: has to call back. But- <laughs> why well, I say, maybe she's like, or close the door. She's or just do enjoying
3: like torturing this
0: guy. Right. <laughs> right? Like, she doesn't just
1: hang up the phone the last three times.
0: I think there's a reason, and I, 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 we'll get we'll get to it later. But I don't think she's so heartless, and I, I don't think she doesn't care for the the caller. Right. Um, I think it's just a matter of you can't do this to my daughter anymore. She's right. she's moving on. We're, we've almost got her on the train. Yeah. Yeah. Like
3: Maybe and that maybe that's the thought too. Like if she keeps him on the line, he can't call back. And then right. can't answer.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's right? true, so too.
3: She has, so like, yeah, that's he, true. He's, too. Almost, he's almost stuck here. Yeah. One last thing oh. I want to say before we move on. I've complained in the past about songs where we don't know uh, the girl's name. Yeah. Guys, we got a first and a last name. So, oh yeah, Sylvia, we know Avery. Sylvia Avery. Good old
0: Sylvia Avery. So we can good look job, Doctor Hook. Let's um, Facebook her.
3: And 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 I'm gonna say most of the Medicine Show, not all of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know who you are. Just about the operator was just that I've always felt it was kind of awkward, but it's like intentionally awkward. Right. Um. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's it's uh, like to your point about this the the story being interrupted by this person. But the operator comes back like three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this phone call is lasting at least twelve minutes. Yeah, well,
3: that's I think true. that's the thing. Like he's he's desperately trying to get through, and like you know, that's where you feel the tension of like this is going on and on and on, and he's presumably again presumably running out of money because right. even back then you only had a certain amount of coins on you in any given moment.
0: I yeah. also. I, I like to think that as it goes on either the operator is like oh my god can we get this moving <laughs> or every time she she breaks in the caller is just like can you just keep the line open you <laughs> right. have the ability to do that right. can i pay you later this is you're listening in on my conversation i can yeah. tell operator <laughs> yeah, yeah. just keep it open for crying out loud Well and that
3: was the thing like the op- like back in the day they could do whatever Well but they would listen they yeah. would literally be like on the line listening to like you're in you know you're private conversation a lot of times I also think the operator's probably listening and just like
1: this guy's no good let it go man and the operator just chimes in uh, another 40 cents also yeah. it seems like she's really not into you yeah I just got it I just want to say it feels like she's over you I yeah. mean, also I just... do you do you want this to be your mother-in-law <laughs> she clearly does not like you yeah, but yeah. seriously 40 cents yeah, yeah. yeah. and she's by like... the way the, the thing with the 40 cents I don't know where he was calling from because telephone calls were not that expensive back then um, they weren't that
3: expensive. Well, maybe it's long distance. Was, yeah. Was it long distance?
1: Is he like really far away? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, according to a December 14th, 1981 Washington Post article, uh, payphone costs in 1972 would have been 20 cents or less, depending on where wow. he's calling oh. from.
0: Jeez. I don't know. All right. I have no idea then. I don't know how
3: much a phone call cost back then. It just seems like it's a weird number, right? 40 cents for thir- for three minutes. It seems so specific that I, w- I would have just thought that's what it cost, but I don't, yeah,
0: I don't. know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, according to
1: that post article
3: uh, in the yeah. early 70s, the I mean maybe the operator is just pumping up the price trying to get the guy off the phone.
0: <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> like, all right, the, the operator the next knows three this guy's gonna is 20 pay bucks. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Let's oh go. Oh my gosh,
3: we got um, other people. Geez. This look, she's clearly not gonna put her on the phone.
1: Just let it go. Yeah. In in the early the 70s, operator the Bell says, system save
0: your money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Bell system um, tried to get the cost of a phone call up to 20 cents. Prior to uh-huh. that, it was from the early 50s through the early 70s, it was 10 cents.
0: Yeah, but um, how long of a phone call? That's right. the question. It's three more minutes, so maybe it was...
1: I don't know. What am I, the operator?
0: I don't know. Was but that's a... the
1: thing. I mean, it might be It might be that a dime was like a minute a or minute, something. A minute, yeah. The, actually, I, I might know another reason why it's 40 cents, but we'll get to that in the next segment. So Okay, okay.
0: that's
3: fine. All you right, that's guys remember cool. that because I probably won't. Well, let's get there. The only thing I want to say real quick is that uh, this song does the thing that I love. It's such a it's such cheap heat, but it gets me every time is the like the end of the sentence word is then also the start of the next thing. So it's the operator says 40 cents more for the next three minutes. Please, Mrs. (laughs) A. Like, so it's both the operator saying, please. Yeah. And he's saying please. Oh, and I, I You get that flip see. of the word. I understand. It's such. It's such a. It's such a simple trick. But man, every time it gets me. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what. It did not get me until oh, right now. Okay, no, yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. figure that out. So I now thought you thought know, it'll just, get you. I thought he was just pleading with Mrs. Avery. Right,
3: but and, but the oper- He is, but the operator is saying. No, I get. 40 it. I get, I get more, you. Please, please,
0: yeah. He's Mrs. Yeah. Avery. You, you were making the you were making the operator polite. I was not.
1: Okay, so. Uh, when you get to the chorus, what's great about that is it does have that a much more rushed sound because it's right after the forty cents more. It's it, it feels more urgent than the verse. Yes.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah,
3: because uh, he's like he feels paying like he's it. about to
1: be cut off and he's got right, to right, right, message right.
3: out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, that's actually gotcha. a good point. Yeah, he's he's almost like sh- the operator's talking. He's like, please, please, Mrs.
1: Avery, just put her on the phone, please, 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 before yeah. before I get cut off. And then, like, it's not even, at that point, at the end of the chorus, he, he's not even like, I want to talk to her. He's like, I just want to tell her goodbye. Right. right. Like, he yeah. just right, right, needs right. to speak to her.
4: Sylvia's mother says, Sylvia's packing. She's gone him today. Sylvia's mother says, Sylvia's marrying a fella down Galveston Way. Sylvia's mother says, Please don't say nothing to make us start crying and stay. And the operator says, 40 cents more for the next three
0: minutes.
3: Again, she's softening, right? All right, I'll put her on the phone, but don't make, don't say anything. That's going to ruin this. Right? Oh,
0: yeah. I I mean, I don't think she's going to put her on the phone. Well, like I think if he she's texts just... her. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. He, sends, but no, I he think... sends her a
3: telegram. <laughs> yeah. I
0: think that first of all, I like that she's getting more specific. At first, she's just like, oh, she's busy. She can't come to the phone. She's you can't do it. She's going to start a new life. Now it's like, yeah. all right, fine. You want the details? Here are the details. She's literally packing to start her new life right. with this guy from Galveston. I do. Also, I don't think she's getting married today, you guys. No, I don't, I don't think know. she's getting It's you're not right. her wedding she's day. She's not getting married today. It's the day she's leaving on she's the train leaving. to meet up in Galveston. Right with that guy. Now, why the whole family isn't going to go to the wedding, I don't know. But well, I mean, you
3: know, she's
1: eloping, but she told us. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, things were different back then.
3: That's you know, true. You would just sometimes you would just go off on a train to yeah. Galveston or whatever, and that was it. Like <laughs>
1: you know, that married old dude. train to Galveston.
0: That's how Galveston works,
3: baby. Um, yeah.
1: But what's cool about this verse is this verse is the story so right. like yep. this is this is sort of the crux of it, and it's not clear, um, and tell me what you guys think, like is this new information to him? Did he call because she knew he she was he knew she was getting married, or did he call to talk to I, her, but, try and, and get things started, and then he finds out in the middle of the call. As yeah, like his heart physically breaks, that's o- tough. Only
3: because only because he says, "I just want to tell her goodbye before this," right? And and, and admittedly, I think the chronology is a little messed up, so it's hard to know. But only because of that, I think he probably knows something. Okay, right? he probably knows part of it. He probably he probably found out Sylvia's leaving, right? Or she's getting uh-huh. married, or whatever. And he's just like, "This is because." Also, here is the other thing: Sylvia's going to go to Galveston, right. right? He will never be able to to contact her again, right? Right. Unless, like, unless somehow Sylvia's mother breaks down and, like, gives him the phone number. Sure, sure. But, like, that was the other thing about, like, this time <laughs> and, and every time anybody. before, like, 1999 or whatever. It's like once, like, if he didn't know the phone number, how would he ever find her? Right, right. So this is his last chance to say goodbye. I do want to say... Yeah, I the guess singer, her
1: wasn't working, right?
3: Yeah. The singer for Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show... Is not great. Uh, and we're gonna get to that later.
1: However, he he no,
3: but he does a good acting job. Cause you can feel him like almost starting to break down at this his point.
0: His emotions. Yeah, like, you can feel he's, his like, emotions. You can
3: almost his voice like slightly cracks on right. like some of these lines where he's just like, This is it. I really lost her. You know, yeah. like she's gonna go marry some other dude. Yeah. And it's all my fault.
0: I mean, I think going back to the goodbyes, it could be a build where in the first he's he's The mother is really saying she doesn't like you anymore. Just you got to move on. He's like, all I want to do is say goodbye. And then it is new information that she's leaving, that she's going to get married. And he's like, well, now all I want to do is say goodbye. The goodbye takes on more urgency as opposed to before where it's just like I won't I'll never talk to her again. I just want to say one last goodbye as opposed to yes. this where it's like oh it's literally goodbye. Oh, okay. I guess I will. Right. Now I really want to talk to her. You're not helping the situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, she I mean, th- th- don't say nothing to make her start crying and stay. I mean, you're giving him a lot of power, Sylvia's mother.
1: Well, I think he well, has they've a lot been of down power. this road before, I think. I think I gotcha. yeah, I think gotcha. they've been down this road yeah. before.
0: That's true. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Sylvia's mother has spent a lot
3: of nights sitting up with a hysterical Sylvia. <laughs> o- yeah. Over this freaking guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. she th- this is this is not the first time this is not this, this is not yeah. Sylvia's mother's first rodeo yeah. when it comes to this guy. <laughs> Um, She's
0: like, is this about Dr. Hook again? Uh, I can't. I can't do it anymore. Sylvia, I can't do it anymore. Go marry that boy in Galveston. I can't do this anymore. Look, if you want to marry a Muppet, I'm not going to stop you.
3: Okay? But that Galveston boy, he's got a good practice. Uh, Why can't you get
1: yourself a nice boy from the medicine show? Right. (laughs) Why always Dr. Uh, Hook? uh,
0: Why always Dr. Hook? There's a lovely little marionette in Galveston you can marry. Why is it always going to be a Muppet? Sylvia's
4: mother says, Sylvia's hurrying She's catching the nine o'clock train Sylvia's mother says, take your umbrella Cause Sylvie it's starting to rain And Sylvia's mother says, thank you for calling and so won't you call back again And they and
0: this
3: this is this is also some like high level. you got to think about what's really happening. here. yeah, because Sylvia's mother says Sylvia's hurrying, hurrying. She's catching the nine o'clock train. So she's actually walking out the door. like because so, yeah. Sylvia's hurrying, which again is weird to get out the door to get on the train, right.
1: Sylvia's mother is narrating. Sylvia's every action right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sylvia's yeah.
1: just walking down the stairs.
0: Okay, here she comes. Then Left foot, right foot, left foot, <laughs> right. right foot.
3: <laughs> Sylvia's mother says, take your umbrella, because Sylvia, it's starting to rain. So she's talking to Sylvia. So now this guy- You guys, guy, yeah.
1: she's there. She's this
3: in the room. Hear. In the
0: room. She's, she's right, right in the there. room. She's so close. And this guy
3: knows that she's literally walking out the door. She's yeah. like, take that umbrella as you literally walk out the door. And are gone forever. And yeah. he
1: knows. And it's like, so. this part
3: is heartbreaking. Right. He knows. Then, what's the last line? Sylvia's mother says, thank you for calling, and sir, won't you call back again?
0: See? What, uh.
3: a, what a weird line, right? What is What the hell does There's that mean? There's
0: so many ways to take that. First of all, when I first heard this, uh, mm-hmm. I thought, uh, the Sylvia's hurrying, she's catching the nine o'clock train. Yeah. Take your umbrella, Sylvia, it's starting to rain. She's giving a lot of information to this guy. So right. part of me was thinking, Oh, is she giving him a way to
3: Oh, we can meet her at the train
0: Go station? meet her at the train oh, station and Oh, and, okay. And then at the end I had end, not thought of that. And then at the end she says, Thank you for calling, sir, and sir, won't you call back again? So she's hanging up the phone with him. Okay. While she's saying, Sylvia is about to leave for the nine o'clock train. There's nothing I can do. She's marrying this boy in Galveston. She's getting on a train at nine o'clock. You can catch her if you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? To set oh, for up like a, like a big train wow.
1: station moment. Wow.
0: Yes. So that's, you could take it that way, or you could take it that she is just Cold as ice.
3: Well, but here's the thing. Okay, so first of all, that is genius.
0: That's, that's because, how I'm going to call it.
3: No, because I think that is, I interpreted, and I've always interpreted this song, the exact opposite way. Yeah. Right. But But that actually, that's that's legit, because that actually makes sense, if you want to think about it that yeah. way. The only thing I would say, we don't know where he is, so it's possible that- Right, right. He, there's no way he could get to wherever she's going to be. So sure, sure. Concerned. But if he is, that's possible. I was going the complete opposite way, where she is... I mean, she's just talking to Sylvia, and so he, she, he can hear... That she's leaving, right? As right. she's saying it. So, and then Sylvia presumably is like, not necessarily not saying it, but might be wondering, hey, who's on the phone? Right, right, so right. So then she pretends it's like some telemarketer who's like, yeah. oh, well, thank you for <gasps> calling, oh. sir. I'll call, you know, call yeah, back he, again. She's keeping and, and hangs who's up the, phone, on the phone, like the phone hiding from the Sylvia. fact.
0: Oh, that, I like that. That's who's on too. the phone. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh, I like that. Now I don't know what to <laughs> think. Oh, yeah, man, that is really part, good.
1: The take your umbrella yeah. part is definitely like her with her hand over the receiver. Right.
0: Right. Oh like, yeah, cuz it's Sylvia, the only time she speaks to Sylvie. And, yeah.
1: and I and I do think like damn what you said is that that's the way I interpreted it is like she's oh. hiding from Sylvia who's on the phone. Yeah. And I think she's hanging up because Sylvia's is leaving. So she's going to say goodbye to her daughter before well, she goes sure, to her sure. wedding. Well, Well,
0: that was my other question is she's like take your umbrella I'm gonna say on the phone, but you head out for forever. <laughs> right. Um,
3: well, that's I mean, true too. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe Sylvia's going to Galveston to like kind of get things set up, like oh, yeah, plan yeah, a I wedding, and fun. then the, the wedding will be like in a month. I don't right, know. I'm right. just saying. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. think it's you know that crazy. But yeah, I mean, that's why I she always has so to pick out all man, the peach though. chiffon. Yeah. like the
0: at, <laughs> yeah. and the mother like basically she's get some. She's got to jordan up those almonds. Yeah, and
1: and in, <laughs> and in some ways. So, somebody... The zombies are not going to Jordan themselves.
0: <laughs> do we know, by the way, do we know where Galveston is?
3: Texas. Texas. Oh, it is. Okay. okay. Galveston's right, Texas. Right. I don't know. For some reason, Galveston sounded like England to me. Doesn't that sound like a like a like some town in England? Oh. That's the Duke of Galveston. Oh. Wait, we Dan, already. Dan, Hold on. you
0: don't have to, t- you can't take a train to We've England. We've already,
3: <laughs> no, I know, but I thought maybe they were in England. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> what I was going to say, though, was that. I don't oh no, yeah, we already know I'm I'm terrible at Texas geography <laughs> after the whole San Antone, <laughs> Listen, San Antonio that's right, debacle. That's
0: right. So. Would it help if we called it Galvestone? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, yeah. So I think and, Man, and yeah, I, I never that's how I interpreted that. that She she first of all was smartly from her point of view. Keeping him on the phone, right? To like keep him distracted while Sylvia left the house and was gone,
1: and then B also so the SWAT ke- SWAT team could trace the call, right? Like it has to be at least. Yeah. That's,
3: that's yeah. the part they don't tell you is that yeah. the the guy in the bad suit with like the real to real tape recorder is like keep him on the phone for three <laughs> minutes. We almost we almost got it. There's like a there's like a team of people with like headphones that are like pressing <laughs> yeah, heck, buttons. I'm yeah. like really old, like 70s yeah. technology. Uh, just um, just a big board with lights that don't do anything. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, and then she she's like, oh, it's just some random call that's... Yeah. But anyway, call back again, hangs up the phone. Which is then, amazing
1: yeah. because it's both like tragic and cruel. So you don't get that a lot in one verse.
3: Yeah.
0: Right, right.
3: And then, so then it says, uh, please Mrs. Avery, I just want to talk to her, blah, blah, blah. I just want to tell her goodbye now. Once again, another same words, but a but a, possibly yeah. a shift in meaning. I just want to tell her goodbye. Then he says... Tell her goodbye, please right. tell her goodbye. So just, Ugh. if I can't talk Ugh. to her, just tell her that I called and say that I said just goodbye. Just say that yeah. I was thinking Let about Let her, her know that it was him. So I could, just yes. so I know that this story has some closure.
0: Right, right. Um,
3: and what's oof. great
1: about that in the song yeah. is, and this sort of threw me when I first heard it and then, you know, over time thought about it, the song fades, which usually a fade right. out drives me nuts. But it fades as he's saying that. And those are important lines. Right. But it's it's almost more tragic that it's fading. Not necessarily like at the time if you heard it on the radio, because then it would like yeah. fade into another song. But as it's fading out, like, is that Mrs. Avery hanging up the phone? Is it like oh, he's yeah. still hung up on this and he's being hung up on? Right.
3: Mm. And if it's Well done. Thank you.
1: <laughs> if it's like a movie, you can also
3: imagine him at the payphone, right, outside the bar or whatever. And, like, he's just like, please tell your goodbye. And the camera's just pulling back and pulling yeah, back, yeah. you know, and, like, his voice is getting quieter and quieter. Yep. It was like the sounds of the city come in, Oof, you uh, know, because that's it. Like, it's over. That's and, it. And whatever hope he had is, like, man. fading away that he can never talk to her again. Eesh. And that's it. I still – I'm still on the savory side, though. I, I think even if this guy has the best of intentions, I think these two are just – they're just not good for each other because it seems like there's a lot of history here. Yeah, you sometimes know. you
0: got to make the stable choice, you know? I don't yeah, know. Or just, or just move on. But, you got to I mean, know when to you got yeah, to know to, to, to move on. And I, yeah, yeah, I, think, I think we that's saved, right.
3: I think I think Sylvie's mother can just see that this is just going to be a constant cycle with these two. Yeah. Of like super hot and heavy and then a and then a nasty breakup and it's just going to go round and round. She's got to break the cycle. Right. With this Galveston boy. <laughs> old, old white bread Galveston. Oh, <laughs> old, good old Galveston. Old you know this guy's just like the Cowboy most head boring. Cowboy Galveston. Yeah. He's just the total backstab.
0: What is that, a bolo tie? Good for you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Miss Avery, I got three dealerships now. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> oh, my, my, my. You can call any time. Collect. <laughs> yeah.
3: Absolutely. I will definitely pay for the charges <laughs> from Galveston. <laughs> All right, well, before we go, we're going to bring back a, uh, a much beloved segment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, All two times that we did it, we loved yep. it. We loved it. Um, we uh, it doesn't work it. for every song, but when it does, it you got to jump on it. Uh, but
3: this is the story song expanded universe. So the thought here is uh, every story song connects to every, st- every other story song in sort of an expanded universe. Uh, so, Michael, I think you had some thoughts on, uh, on the expanded universe here for Sylvia's mother.
1: I do. This song, in a weird way, kind of reminded me of another song that we did, Mrs. Brown, You've Got a Lovely Daughter.
0: Oh, I don't think in a weird way. I think in a very, very
1: (laughs) practical way. I'm wondering if this, maybe it's the same guy. Maybe he just like breaks up Mm. with people and hangs out with their parents? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that would fit a pattern.
0: He's just going on and on. (laughs) Yeah. He went to Mrs. Brown's house. That didn't work out. He's like, you know what? Before I go to the house... Let me just give a call. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to yeah. give a call and see if I can go over. I wonder what Sylvie's doing right now. Yeah. Good old Sylvia.
1: Mrs. Avery, you've got a lovely daughter. What are you doing
3: today? I'll stop by. That club. one
0: works. I can see that. Sylvia, yeah.
3: don't... I, and that's going to be weird, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm mostly dating you just to get to your mother. I love...
0: <laughs> She's Hanging great. out
3: with other people's moms. It's the best.
0: She's great. She smokes Virginia Slims. <laughs> she just seems like a really nice lady. I mean, lady. I had to
3: move here from England because I went through all the moms in England.
0: <laughs> I got oh a real reputation God. over there. Which is another Herman's Hermit song, all the moms in England. It <laughs> sure <where> it is. <laughs> all the moms in England. <laughs> <laughs> a doodle <do-do-do-do-do. laughs>
1: Another person this could be. And this is sort of a more recent song that we've reviewed. Um, maybe it's Jack Cash from *Folsom Prison Blues*. It's possible. I mean, like forty cents in those days was a lot for a phone call. So sure. And he's using a payphone. He's not calling from home or from his mobile. Right. Which yeah, doesn't yeah. exist. Like maybe this is his one call.
3: Yeah, I mean, okay. and it's to <laughs> Sylvia's mother. <laughs> I, I mean, that might make that might make sense only just because like maybe calling from inside a prison costs more. But I mean,
0: I think you're. No, not... I think you get a dime. I think they would give okay. you a dime. But the interesting thing is, I don't think they give you more than one forty cent thing. Well, at this can... point, if he's asking over and over, if, if the if the um, operator has asked over and over again for forty right. cents three minutes, at that point, he's getting beat up by the other person waiting for the phone. <laughs> well, I don't think true. you can overuse the phone in a prison. I well, think but, it gets oh, real I got a dicey. Cigarettes. That's
1: our currency here. Where do I put <laughs> that in the phone?
0: <laughs> Just shoving tobacco into. the <laughs> Um, phone. Well, the Aww. one phone
3: call thing—that's for when you're arrested. I think once you're right. already in prison, I think you're allowed to make phone calls. I mean, they're carefully monitored in theory. But well, now they are. But you're allowed to.
0: Well, I think back then. I don't you know if have, the '70s they were.
3: Have, I, I I don't know.
0: Also, I think it depends on the kind of prison. Well, yeah, I'm saying. False prison, He hasn't seen the sunlight. In that's sure. <laughs> that's that's true. I don't if know I that he's have... allowed to like just have like chit chats on the phone. Didn't have a lot of phones probably. <laughs>
1: and maybe uh, that's why Sylvia's mother doesn't want. Him to talk to her.
0: Well, sure. It'd be
1: like, what are you going to do? You're a president. Yeah,
3: I mean, God, yeah. Def- then, then I'm definitely on the mom side. Not for yeah. nothing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If they, I mean, if this dude shot a man in Reno just to watch him die, no. Go marry the Go guy from Galveston. Galveston. But I'll, I don't care how boring he is.
0: But I'll say this about Sylvia's mother. Yeah. Stop giving so much information about her location. Yeah. You know the man's in prison for shooting a man. Maybe don't give out that she's in Galveston. Galveston. It's not I'm in San big big of-
1: Antonio. Do you want? Exactly. <laughs>
0: it's not that big of a city. Well, I mean, should I'm not lunch, in San Antonio, but
1: I know a train that goes there. <laughs> yeah,
0: so yeah. I can hop on. Oh, I can just hop on a. Train <laughs> Train.
1: It's like it's like right outside the window. <laughs> yeah. Not my I mean, window. It, I don't have a window.
0: Yeah. Sylvia's mom
3: changed your the... phone number at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to really? Um we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the history of this song with we'll Story behind the Story.
4: Have you ever wondered what two Aussie dads...
1: ...really inappropriate ones... ...would tell you if you asked them questions like... What if my kids catch me having special cuddles? Ew, awkward turtle. Or is it okay to hide in the toilet and play games on my phone?
4: Well, it better be. Maybe you want to hear our unique reviews of movies, beers, video games, etc.
1: How about some cheeseburger spring rolls? Ah, sure. Uh, If some or any of that tickles your fancy, then check out the Dad Zone on the Forge Audio Network.
4: What's uh, What do you
2: do?
3: All right, now it's time for the story behind the story, where we talk about the history of this song. Uh, so, Michael, this one's yes. yours. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you kick us off here?
1: So, uh, let me give you a brief history of Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I'll talk about Dr. Hook, then I'm going to talk about The Medicine Show.
0: Yeah. Great, thank
3: you. This is not a Hootie in the Blowfish situation. <laughs> it is very much a Hootie in <laughs> there- the
1: Blowfish situation.
3: Oh, there it, it is. I thought yeah. I thought there. So there's no one named Dr. Hook.
1: No, there is. Or at, no least, or at least that's Hook. not
3: their nickname in the band. OK.
1: Right, yeah. So Dr. Hook and the medicine show is the name of the band, not a person okay. in the band. So the band was founded in 1968 in Union City, New Jersey uh, by Ray Sawyer, Dennis LeCourier, uh, Billy Francis and George Cummings. Mm-hmm. They took the name Dr. Hook and the medicine show from uh, Ray Sawyer, uh, band member, founding member. Yeah. who uh, suffered an eye injury in a 1967 car accident <laughs> yep. a few years before the band was formed, and he had to wear an eye patch, uh,
0: which they cool. said
1: made him look like Captain Hook.
0: Okay. Well, that's, that's cruel. So I
3: always assume that <clears throat> that was Dr. Hook, because he... And, and for anyone who doesn't know, uh, I mean, why would you? But if you want to look up on the internet what these guys look like, the, the there's one guy in the band who has a huge eye patch and right. wears like this crazy rhinestone like cowboy hat. At all times, right? right. So he, I mean, if anyone was going to be named Doctor Hook, <laughs> it would definitely be this right. guy, right? Now, did he? <laughs> what was that eye permanently damaged? He always had to wear the eye patch, or was that just like a temporary? He,
1: well, thing? No, he, I mean, he lost the eye. Oh, oh so, so so permanent?
0: That's, you're saying that's too bad. Uh yeah. that's rough. But hey, I mean, it was a bad it car to crash. A great, it it yeah, well, led to a great band name. Sure. Um, a yeah. cruel band name, though. <laughs> They're like, hey, we're putting together, <laughs> we're putting together a band. Can we um, make fun of your eye patch? For uh, our-
1: you're okay with that, right?
3: I guess it's recent. Well, the other thing that this is like a super weird band because all these guys look like there's a dude with an eye patch and, like I said, a rhinestone cowboy hat. The rest of the band is like pretty scuzzy looking, and I'm, I'm <laughs> saying that like objectively. Like I think that's the look they were going for. Like right. late sixties or early
1: seventies. Like, that's just yeah, but they <laughs> what seem people like, look
3: like they seem like they're like a proto like heavy metal band right that's that's what they like that's what they look like when you see photos of them because there's the guy with the eye patch there's a the guy with like long hair and a beard and they're, they're all just sort of like they, oh see
0: i look at them more like an like a like alabama or uh, yeah you know that kind okay. of group you yeah, know like possibly,
1: sort of yeah, country yeah, yeah. sort of rock but not quite right, country rock. right right
0: right
3: right yeah. however everything outside of this song is basically like soft rock like yacht rock like loggins and messina yeah i could see K- that K- their later stuff yeah yeah, and it's just crazy when you're like, you know, you hear a song like "Only 16, which is one of their hits, or um, uh, there's another one that I'm thinking of, but like "Sexy Eyes," which is like yeah. super, like, you know, soft rock. Like again, you know, just like the like, like bread <laughs> almost Sorry, level. Just, but also, Loggins and Messina sort of look like of that. Them, it's
0: hilarious. Like, Everybody looked like that. Yeah, it's, right. it was the '70s. Yeah, listen, listener. Look up a picture of Dr. Hook <laughs> and the medicine show because it's great.
3: Yeah. So anyway, it's just, it's just weird that, that, and like they're, you know, this song also stands out because they never did anything like this again, I don't think. I mean, they also were weird. Um, like songs a little were bit. Like, well, other songs were also kind of like, not funny, but like, were like kind of witty i guess well that's that's sort know. of
1: interesting they bring that up because i think dr hook as a band was sort of known as being kind of i want to say it sardonically irreverent um <laughs> yeah <laughs> they so th- there there was sort of that that feel to their work and to their songs and i think at the time a lot of people weren't sure if this song was meant to be funny and right. it's not. <laughs> right. But, I mean, it can be. Because, like, if you... Like, the operator part can read sort of funny. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's not I think, meant to be. It's I don't a sad know. Sure, Sure, sure.
3: No, I mean, I don't think it's a laugh riot. I think it can be maybe seen as darkly funny. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's you know, just that it's almost like, um, like a curb your enthusiasm. Almost like... He's trying. He's on the phone. He's trying to get through, and the operator keeps being like, Three man, you know, forty cents more." And it's like, "Oh my god!" Like it's almost that kind of feeling of like, you know, uh, that sort of like comedy bit yeah. where it's like the person who's like doesn't understand how important this is, keeps right? Like, right? Popping right? In, that yeah. sort of thing. There's things I want to say, but I don't want to steal your thunder. So <laughs> let's continue <laughs> no, on. No, on yeah, hey, no, no,
1: Dan, it's all of our thunder. Okay. <laughs> um, after again, this is a very brief history of the band, but. After their initial success in the early seventies, um, they had a few years of hard times. They had lineup changes, they declared bankruptcy. Um, typical early seventies rock band kind of stuff. Yeah. Dennis LeCourier said, uh, if we were in the black when we finished a tour, we'd party into the red. Nice. So
0: yeah. way to go, Doctor Hook and the medicine show. Yeah. I mean, it was a seventies. Rock man. and roll.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um that's so, what
0: if if the 70s had a a tagline, it would be that.
1: Yeah, party it, into it the red. It would
0: be yeah, party into the red. Um so
1: in 1975, they shortened the band's name to just Doctor Hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and they signed with a new record label, which was Capital. Uh the first album on that this is this goes back to the sardonic irreverence. Mm-hmm. Uh their first <laughs> their first album on Capital was called Bankrupt. Okay. Um guys. And it included a cover of Sam Cooke's Only 16, which you had just talked right. about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which went to number six in the U.S., number three in Canada, and number eight in Australia. I wish um, it had
0: only gone to 16.
1: Yeah. I know, right? Oh, well. That's just... <sighs> it's too bad. They should have tried it's harder.
0: Tough.
3: Or um, not, not as hard. Yeah, tried less hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if only they promoted it A little, a little less. less. So at around that time, from like the mid-70s to the early 80s, they had uh, several other hits. A little bit more, 1976, went to number 11 Mm -hmm. in the U.S., number 2 in the U.K., number 4 in Canada, number 10 in Australia. Yeah. Sharing the Night Together in 1978. Oh, that's
3: the one I was thinking of. Sharing the Night Together, right. That's like, you would think that was like Air Supply, right, if you heard it. I mean, it's like a very sort of...
1: Yeah, it's got Soft that rock. yacht rocky kind of. Sharing yeah. the night together. It's a great song.
4: Sharing the night together. Oh, yeah. Sharing the night together.
1: Uh, that went to number six in the US, 43 in the UK, three in Canada, 10 in Australia.
0: <laughs> Man, um, <laughs> yeah. the UK did not like that song. No. Wow. They were
1: not feeling it. Um, They liked it just fine.
0: But they liked all their other song. It was forty three. Their other songs were like through the roof in U- in the UK.
1: Yeah,
0: they weren't. They did not like sharing the night together. No,
3: they're they're very much on being alone. At
0: night <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the UK, they're like we need our space, single beds. <laughs> their, their their favorite song is "Push the Beds Apart."
1: You know what it was? There was a underlying theme in that song about the American Revolution. And they were not having. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um they also another hit 1979 when you're in love with a beautiful woman yeah i uh, went to number six in the u.s number one in the uk number four in canada number 20 in australia uh sexy eyes uh, 1980 um number five in the u.s number four in the uk number eight in canada number 41 in australia australia was not big on sexy eyes but also a great song and some of these probably songs that we'll do in the future by 1985 they broke up and the members of the band recorded and toured individually. A little bit about Sylvia's mother, Sylvia's so mother. So this was
3: so, yes. so all those songs you mentioned came after. This was 72.
1: Yeah, these were right, sort okay. of their later hits on a new label. Was this re-branded. their first
3: right. Was this their first hit?
1: Sylvia's yeah, mother? this was okay. this was their second single. So this was their first big hit. Okay. Uh it was released in March of 1972. Mm -hmm. It went to number five in the U.S., number two in the U.K., number two in Canada, number one in Australia, and number one in New Zealand. It debuted uh, on the Billboard Hot 100 the week of April 1st, 1972 Mm -hmm. at number 100. Way to go. So it actually debuted on the Hot 100. And if you're wondering, the number one song that week was A Horse With No Name by America.
3: Ah. Just to give you a little context of the time. Sure. (laughs) I love that song. Rocks and birds and trees and things. (laughs) My favorite line of all time. <laughs> hey, guys, what's the fourth thing in the desert? You know what? Forget it. Forget it. I'll just write things. I uh,
0: don't know. I'll just write I'll, things. I'll, it's just put it the things. It's no, fine. It's
3: This song won't be a hit. It won't be played a million times. People won't hear it. It's fine. It's certainly not uh, going to stand the, the test of time. No, don't nah, even.
0: It. Don't even give the horse a name. <laughs> anyway.
1: Why bother?
3: What's the point? Uh... Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Um So it peaked at number five the week of June third, nineteen seventy-two, after ten weeks on the chart, and it was behind the following: number four was uh, "The Candy Man" by Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, yes. Sammy! Uh, number three was "The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face" by Roberta Flack. Number two was "Oh Girl" by the Shy Lights, and number one was "I'll Take You There" by the Staple Singers. Oh
0: that's man, a, that's
1: great. so. That's
0: a good. That was a good week. Yeah,
1: I do want to say. Really I just good want to five. say.
3: I just want to say, I think Sammy Davis Jr.'s version of The Candyman was weird even for the 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who can take tomorrow? Can
4: take tomorrow? tomorrow. Dip it in a dream. Yeah. Separate the sorrow and collect dream. the ball of cream. The
0: Candyman. When did uh, candy man, candy w- uh, Ch- Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory come out? I think it was around then. I was think it was around it? then? Because yeah, that's I think why it was... I would imagine that it would you know, be a hit then. Yeah, I think it
3: was I think we're kind of right before it basically. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I mean back then though, it was just like Sammy Davis Jr. saw the movie, it was like, Oh, I like that song and then like recorded it probably soon after and then became right. a hit. This was back before like movie series understood how to like synergy and like right. make sure they have like the remix ready to go like the yeah. next <laughs> week. He <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. he just like independently was like, Oh, I like that song. Yeah. I'm gonna sing it and then it became like a huge hit. So
0: Yeah, that's why I was wondering if it was a hit just because it was Sammy Davis Jr or because the movie came out it was a hit the the movie was a hit which i don't know and then sammy davis like rode on the coattails i don't know
1: yeah i don't i don't think it was a co-promote i think it was i think no, it was very much was a all. a heartlight situation
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's not explain
3: that
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> That was really funny turn on your
4: heartlight
0: No. Yeah, the walking so. the chalk
1: factory is 1971.
0: Oh, there you go. So yeah, so the next year.
1: And at the time, I think radio listeners were just like, "This is weird. Let's listen to a song about a phone call." <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> yeah.
1: So Sylvia's mother was written by Shel Silverstein. Mm-hmm.
0: So
3: great. Yes,
1: that Shel <laughs> Silverstein.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, he because <laughs> he also wrote a boy named Sue. Yes. So he wrote he wrote a couple of. Well, I mean, I think he wrote. Did he write the oh, whatever? Did he write the actual song song, or he just wrote the lyrics? Because uh, I think Boy Named Sue, he just wrote the lyrics. And uh, wrote but the I
0: music. will say this. I'm pretty Not sure Shel Silverstein himself has Probably. albums. Yeah, oh, that's true. I'm
1: yeah, I think, uh, he, I think he's, he's credited as the sole songwriter.
0: Okay, Yeah. Cool.
1: So, uh, brief history of Shel Silverstein. Yeah. Uh, he was born in September 1930. He was an author, a songwriter, cartoonist, poet, and playwright. This guy did everything. And though he was known for his children book, children's books and poems, including the, mm-hmm. the Giving Tree, Where the Sidewalk Ends, and A Light in the Attic, he was yeah. a cartoonist for Playboy from 1957 until the mid-70s. Yep. Uh, he wrote more than 101 act plays, co-wrote the film Things Change with David Mamet. I'm guessing there's more swearing in that than there is in <laughs> The Giving Tree. Um, he won a Grammy Award in 1970 for writing the Johnny Cash song, A Boy Named Sue. Mm-hmm. He was nominated for an Academy Award and a Golden Globe for the song I'm Checking Out from the 1990 film Postcards from the Edge.
0: Nice. Now, let me tell you, Shel Silverstein, amazing. I mean, what an incredible career. Yeah. I remember even as, as a kid reading the book. I'm pretty sure it was where the sidewalk ends. And you guys will probably remember this. And mm. then you open up the dust cover and you see a picture of him. <laughs> and as a kid, you're like, oh, my God, this yeah. guy wrote these <laughs> poems yeah. because he I'm sure he was a wonderful man, an amazing person. Yeah, he was terrifying looking. He, he was like a bald man. Too. He looked like Nosferatu. <laughs> he had sharp <laughs> features. He was bald with a big bushy beard yeah. and uh, uh, like this kind of—I'm gonna say it—evil grin. Yeah. And he wrote some of the best poems ever. I mean, I love love Shel Silverstein's stuff. Love he, it.
3: He, what's funny about Shel Silverstein is that he is most famous for his books of children's poems. Right, right, which is. Great. He yeah, should he should yeah. be most famous for that. Everything outside of that is super weird and like filthy. 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 <laughs> like filthy, filthy. Yes, like, yes. I mean he was I mean, he's a cartoonist for Playboy. Right. Yeah. Like and and like and that probably was some of his tamer stuff. Like if right. you've ever gone off the path, like the, the straight and narrow path with will Siversteen and be like, oh, let me see this other thing that he wrote. And you're just like, oh my god! Yes. This is like this is you know this is like x-rated stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. Also, and then that then then that goes back on once you know that, then you then you go back to the the more famous stuff and you're just like, man, the given tree is real weird. Huh? I don't know if I I don't know about this story. Like not yeah, in a yeah, bad yeah. way, but just like the actual like moral of it and like the story is just like I, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> like yeah, it's there, weird. <laughs> there's a
0: bit of a darkness to yeah, it. Uh, just saying, yeah, to say it
3: like you know Anyway, that's all. Chilvers seems a weird guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but like when you when you find out that he wrote Sylvia's mother, and then you think about his poetry, it's like, oh, this sort of makes sense because there is that,
3: yeah, that sort of dark humor.
1: Yeah, there, there's something really like just slightly off about it that makes it a little right. bit funny, but a little bit sad, and yeah, yeah, and also that very much sort style. of
3: like this could have been like a a boring song right about a guy trying to get back together with his girlfriend but the idea of of putting it in the context of the phone call right of the operator keep coming in each time like that like that's just that subtle genius that really you know makes like because pop songs are simple you know and so just like one little element like that can make such a huge difference it's such a smart thing to do is to is to have it be and and Again, like the only other person, only person we ever hear is the narrator, who keeps telling you what other people are doing and saying, which like makes it so personal to him. Yeah, right? there's something so not very like,
1: cinematic about this song. Right, it's like, it's like it's like a radio play,
3: right? And yeah. it's not and it's not removed because you're only hearing it from his perspective. So it like a lesser song would be like, and then Sylvia's mother talked to Sylvia and and kept him on the phone and like covered the phone up so you wouldn't hear it. You know, whatever. Yeah, like this is like. You all, you have to like imagine what's happening because it's all from one person's perspective who is on the phone and can't see what's happening. Right, right. At the house, right, which makes it all the more heartbreaking because they, they, they know something's happening but they don't know exactly what.
1: Yeah, and as the listener, you don't either. Like you're left to interpret right. it the same way that he is. In 1970, uh, Ron Halfkind was the musical director on the film "Who Is Harry Kellerman and Why Is He Saying Those Terrible Things About Me." <laughs> starring Dustin Hoffman sure um, which I believe is the longest title of any Academy Award nominated film Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's a little trivia so they needed a band for the film and its soundtrack and having heard Dr. Hook perform live I believe uh, Halfkind recommended them for the movie the songwriter for the film was Shel Silverstein and that's where their collaboration began Um, So Ron Halfkind would become the band's producer and manager and Shel Silverstein wrote a lot of their songs. The band actually recorded two albums of Shel Silverstein songs in 1971, the album called Dr. Hook. And in 1972, the album called "Sloppy Seconds."
2: See what, um, <laughs> see, see
1: what I'm talking about with yeah. Shell? Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh man, it gets real gross. <laughs> once you get to,
3: once you get out, what what that's that's what's after where the sidewalk ends is yeah,
2: a bunch yeah. of really gross, <laughs> yeah. dirty jokes. Oh, um,
1: the two biggest hits from their collaboration with Shel Silverstein were Sylvia's Mother mm-hmm. and a song called "The Cover of Rolling Stone." Yep. Uh, it was also released in 1972. Went to number six in the U.S., number two in Canada. A number 32 in Australia. Interestingly, the cover of Rolling Stone, that's the title mm-hmm. of the song, uh, didn't chart in the UK because the BBC's rule at the time was not to play any songs with trademarked names in it because they didn't want it to seem like they were promoting another brand, mm-hmm. um, which is the same reason why in 1970, the yeah, case had it here. to change yeah. uh, the lyric Coca-Cola to Cherry Cola in Lola.
3: Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite... Uh, trivia facts is that so the kinks in 1970 wrote a song about a man falling in love with a transvestite yes it was banned from the bbc because (laughs) they said (laughs) coca-cola once they changed the cherry Uh, cola they were fine to play it on the air it was because they said coca-cola that's great anyway
1: so according to uh dennis le their lyric was changed from rolling stone to radio times by altering the original recording He said a bunch of BBC disc jockeys went into the studio and shouted Radio Times over our original (laughs) chorus. Uh, The song did not chart. Um, I don't know. I just
0: like that. Radio Times.
1: (laughs) After the single was released, uh, three, this is kind of funny, three of the seven members, the song is all about like.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, so the song is literally. Basically, them begging Rolling Stone to put them on the cover.
1: Yeah, that's what it's the about song, yeah. a rock yeah. band being like, oh, we're super cool rock stars. All we want is to be on the cover of Rolling Stone.
3: Right. It's like we have everything that we need. The one thing we don't have is that we've never been on the cover of Rolling Stone. Hint, hint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's the entire song. So in
1: 1973, three of the seven band members of Dr. What? Hook appeared as caricatures Yeah. on a cover of a Rolling Stone magazine. And the headline was, What's Their Names Make the Cover. I love it. It's pretty funny. I love it. So, uh, a little more about Sylvia's mother. It's based on a true story. Um, mm-hmm. Happened to Shel Silverstein around 1964. In a 1972 Rolling Stone interview, he said, I just changed the last name, not to protect the innocent, but because it didn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. It happened about eight years ago and was pretty much the way it was in the song. I called Sylvia and her mother said she can't talk to you. I said, why not? Her mother said she was packing and that she was leaving to get married, which was a big surprise to me. The there, guy you was, go. You go. There, there you
3: go. There you go. That answers some, yeah. something. Yeah. Uh,
1: the guy was in Mexico and he was a bullfighter and a painter. At wow. the time, I thought that was like being a combination brain surgeon <laughs> and encyclopedia salesman. <laughs> Her mother finally let me talk to her, but her last words were, Shell, don't spoil it. For about 10 seconds, I had this ego charge as if I could have spoiled it. I couldn't have spoiled it with a sledgehammer.
0: That's <laughs> ah. amazing. Yeah. I love that. Oh, my gosh. I love this song even more now.
1: <laughs> um, That's and there, great. There have been a couple of interesting cover versions of the song. Um, at the same time that Dr. Hook, the Dr. Hook version was released, country singer Bobby Bear released a recording. Which, like we've talked about before, at, this was a time where like everyone would just record a song. Yeah. And everyone would release it as a single and whatever happened, happened. Yeah. Um, the Bobby Bear version went to number 12 on the country charts in October 1972. So within the same year, you had uh, a pop hit and you had a country hit, two different artists, same song.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: So the real Sylvia wanted to stay anonymous. uh, But years later, a Dutch TV show found her and her mother and interviewed (laughs) the two of them. And they kind of gave their their side of the story. And it's great because it has subtitles. So if you ever wanted to hear the lyrics or know what the lyrics were.
0: I love that um, that somebody, uh, some Dutch person thought that this was one of the burning questions <laughs> right. of our time: What happened to Sylvia and Sylvia's mother? Yeah and needed to find out. That was the I mean- journalism.
1: I'd like to that think they like, did it as a favor to us.
0: <laughs> That's, like specifically the story song podcast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. It's probably
3: the same guy who tried to figure out what day, uh, what the exact date of today was a good day. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It yeah. yeah. But uh, in the, in this interview,
1: he, sorry.
0: I was going to say, he just keeps on going to his editor and his editor's like, you got to think bigger guy. Come on. I, I don't know what to tell you.
1: <laughs> and then he was like, have you, have you heard this song? It's really good. <laughs> It got cut from where the sidewalk ends. Um, (laughs) uh, I I thought, oh, go go ahead.
3: No, go ahead. No, I I was just going to say, I I was hoping in the interview that the mom would be like, look, I wasn't going to let Sylvia marry. I mean, that guy looks like
1: Nosferatu. I mean, have you seen him? (laughs) My God, he scares dogs. But we have several of his children's books. Um, (laughs) He's great. We love him. (laughs) what, What was interesting about the interview is, I mean, Sylvia's mother seems perfectly nice. Um, and she says that she thinks that in the song she came across as being a little short with him. Um, and she's said, I don't think I was, um, (laughs) and they do confirm that like Sylvia did actually talk to him. Um, they interviewed Sylvia and she said that a lot of the relationship was through letters. Uh, at the Mm. time he was traveling around the world. He was working for Playboy, um, just for the articles um (laughs) and uh so she she was showing like a bunch of letters that he wrote and what was interesting to me is that this song is so like firmly embedded in 1972 yeah you don't really think that this happened years before so like the letters were from like 1958 wow um, wow you know and i'd imagine they were like you know did you see the latest Lucy Desi comedy hour <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Of that new Dick Van Dyke show, Mary Tyler Moore is going to be a star like that. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Cause yeah. that's, it's, yeah. and then it's like, it's 1962. This is what people talk about. Right. Um, right. So yeah, it, it, that was kind of interesting to me. And back to the phone call thing, if it was 40 cents more, he could have been somewhere around the world.
0: That's true. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that, true. that was yeah, the point that, was, that I wanted to make that's later. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He could have been sense. in another country. Oh, that makes sense. Ooh, yeah, I mean, that's she had good.
1: she had letters from Paris and right, right. Other, awesome. international places. It's it's cool because like you do see what of the song was fictionalized, right? Not a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the perspective I think was a little bit fictionalized and and heightened for dramatic purposes. But
3: oh, sure, it's always so- funny too when like a normal person is like you know something that happened to them or whatever they were involved in like a thing that's later dramatized and they're always like well it didn't quite happen that way and it's like yeah i mean it's like he (laughs) took this as like a kernel of something (laughs) right and turned it into a story you know like i I always think about uh the line the the line um where have you gone joe dimaggio yeah and then like apparently joe dimaggio was like don't they understand i can't play anymore and he's like (laughs) we don't literally want you to come back and play baseball joe dimaggio like and i know this is hard for you to understand because you're a person but like you represent a an older age of America. Right, 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 like we're, not, right. we're not literally asking yeah, like yeah. why
1: you can't hit the ball anymore, dude. Uh, anyway. I can't play baseball anymore. I've got a contract with Mr. Right. Coffee.
3: We know. Joe, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about
2: it. Oh, man. Coffee's
1: uh, not going to make itself, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Simon. Anything else? Um, No, this is, this is a, a good song.
3: Good yeah. song. I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. um,
1: <laughs> that's, that's all I
3: got. All right. Well, speaking of good song, we're going to take a quick break and we come back and talk about the lesson
0: You can follow the Story Song Podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Story underscore Song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. If you're still feeling antisocial after that, you should probably see a doctor before you hurt someone.
3: All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned, but before we do that, we just want to briefly read a review. We ask you guys to write us reviews, Mm -hmm. uh, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, and when we uh, when we get a new one, we like to read it as a thank you to the person who wrote it. And remember, if you'd like us to read your review, on write one. Podcast, <laughs> yeah, just
0: write one. it <laughs> out loud. It's pretty easy. Pretty <laughs> simple. Straightforward. Straight we, we can't read can something you didn't
3: write. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, this one is from uh Cramgram. The headline is Story Song Podcast.
0: <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's that, guys. That's us.
3: To the point. I like it. Uh, and it says, "I love this podcast. I listen in my car." Makes my travel time hysterical! Exclamation point. <laughs> makes me feel like I'm in the room with a group of my friends. Well, thank you. Oh, thanks, Cram, Graham. Cram, Graham, five stars. Also, we focus while
0: it. you're driving. Yeah, you can please. listen, but hysterical makes it seem like your eyes are closed and your head <laughs> is thrown back. So please be careful out there on the roads. Yeah, yeah no, please. it's
1: but that that just shows people like listen wherever you want. Listen in your car. Listen. Mm-hmm. Sure. We we can make your commute better. Just keep your eyes on the road.
0: It's yeah. true. Listen in a phone booth. In a phone. <laughs> they're not being used for anything else now.
1: Yeah. And yes, you'll have They're a, just podcast booths.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. Listen on a commute, and then you'll have a lot of random music trivia that you can annoy your coworkers with. Right, so. right.
0: It's perfect.
1: <laughs> That's oh, what we're here for.
3: You betcha. Call to action. Remember, please leave a five star review <laughs> huh? on, uh, on Apple Podcasts because it helps other people find the show, which yes. is We want to grow the show. We want to make this uh, a community. Uh, you know, the more the more listens we get, the the more kind of things we can do. That makes it better for you. So if you can leave a review, we'd appreciate it. Let's do lessons learned, and let's start with uh, let's start with Rachel. Rachel yeah. What the, what lesson did you learn from Sylvia's
0: mother? Uh, here's what I learned. If you're gonna call an ex, yeah. Um, use a calling card. Okay. Uh, you know, get a prepaid calling card, <laughs> sure. prepaid phone yeah. card, because then you can just give that information to the. Operator, and she won't chime in every three minutes with "Mm, 40 40 cents, please. She could just be like, listen, it's it's prepaid. It means you can just keep using it. It's yeah. fine. It's fine.
3: Can I call ten ten three two one or whatever? Yeah. Does that help with <laughs> the long distance numbers?
0: Call the ten ten there? eight two one four six eight two. It was the <laughs> Before cell phones were big, calling cards yeah. were big, and they would have these ridiculous numbers that you would yeah, need to call to and they tried to make jingles out of them and it never worked. Never worked. No.
3: Yeah. I don't think I never I never fully understood what you were supposed to do. Call that number first, I guess? I, I have no idea. think so.
0: You okay. call in there, then it's your your calling card, and then oh, from you there you call the number.
3: All right. Well, this this is good for anyone who, I don't know, <laughs> somehow goes back in time 20 years <laughs> yeah, and,
2: yeah. and needs to use a phone card. Yeah, oh, yeah. no.
1: You lose your cell phone.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: You find the one pay phone right. yeah. in the world. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you can make yeah. phone calls all day. Yeah, it'll
3: be perfect. You call... You call Ten ten whatever eight two six whatever it was, and then there's a guy on the phone who goes, "What? Hello? No, no one's called the number in seven years. Oh my god! Please, please, I'm trapped in this building. They won't let me out.
0: They shut down the company and forgot to let me out.
1: We've been waiting for your call.
3: Uh, I will say, in relation to that, I'll say um, the lesson I learned is if you are an operator, sure, in the like from the '50s to like the you know mid '70s. Um, wait until you, someone calls who clearly is like a hard luck case, uh, and desperately needs to talk to his girlfriend or, or her boyfriend or whatever. Right. Uh, cause then you can make a lot of extra cash. Oh, sure. Uh, cause then, cause then you can definitely be like, oh, you want to, you want to talk to her? Let me ask you a question. What's it worth to you? Because, uh, <laughs> cause the operator got to get a little taste of that cheddar. Oh yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So oh look, yeah. Why don't we say it's, uh. What do we say it's a thousand dollars for the next three minutes? How does that How does that strike you? So she's, she's She's leaving. She's leaving. In, she's leaving today. What are you gonna do? You're gonna talk to her, you know. And guess what? Somebody's got to plug this line in. And. Uh, <laughs> My my wrist is getting real real tired, so you got to make it worth it to plug this plug this line in here on the phone.
1: This wire is so, not going to put itself in the wall.
3: <laughs> I'm sure, By the way, I'm sure in the 70s they were not pulling out lines like it was the 1910s. Oh but my still, God. still well, the person on the phone didn't know that. No, yeah.
1: that's that's good. You learned a valuable lesson about extortion. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
3: I mean, Wonderful. that's the, to be fair, that's the lesson I always learned. But of Michael, what, what lesson did you learn?
1: Um, sort of the opposite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if uh, we're the odd couple, folks. <laughs> if uh, oh, Felix. Yeah. Um, if <laughs> I'm the Felix,
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. There's no way Dan's the Felix. Wow.
3: That is that is actually quite complimentary <laughs> that you would even say that.
1: All right, I'll, I'll take Felix. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he definitely. i li- take Felix. Dan
0: literally looks like Jack Klugman in
2: <laughs> The Odd Couple at,
1: right at now. At the moment, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh
1: man. Uh, um, uh, anyway, it's okay. I'm dusting while I while I say this. Uh, <laughs> all of this
0: makes it. All this checks out.
1: <laughs> so I, mean, I
0: wait. Hold on. I
3: gotta say something. So I mean Mathau in. Uh, in the eye, couple, yeah. is he the first person to ever wear a baseball cap backwards?
2: Because I he feel might like have been. he started, <laughs> he might have been.
3: right? He like he might really kickstarted yeah. the next 40, the next four decades. Yeah, yeah. With that, because he does, oh, he wears man. a baseball cap backwards in that it's whole true. movie. And yeah, I, don't anybody, that, I don't think anybody who does before. that,
1: they, that's an homage to Walter Matthau. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, they yeah. call it Mathowing. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: oh,
1: Michael, man. anyway, sorry, your lesson.
0: <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I,
1: I, don't I feel like I just listened to
3: this. This whole episode has just been me derailing you, so. <laughs> tell your this lesson whole episode let's tell your lesson yeah right <laughs> tell your lesson let's get the heck out of here
1: so uh i learned that if um if you have a bad breakup mm-hmm. um and you make a call to say goodbye right. uh to your ex ask the operator to stay on um sure. because if it, if it does turn out to be a really bad breakup and the relationship's over i mean see what the operator's doing
0: oh
3: yeah that's <laughs> like, point
1: maybe Good point. they're single
0: yeah you don't yeah. know you know, hey, like, hey, 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 operator!
3: Let me ask you a question. Are uh, Are you looking to have a really emotionally draining uh, <laughs> relationship?
1: <laughs> disastrous relationship because uh, I'm free tonight. So love is where you never expect to find it. Sometimes it's the operator who is listening true. to your phone call. Then you ask the operator, "Hey, can I have your mother's phone come- phone number? <laughs> <laughs> can I talk to your mom?"
0: Oh man!
3: Oh man!
1: And then All the operator right. will say, "She's on right now. Hold on." Well,
3: Sylvia, Patching wherever you, through. you are.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Sylvia, wherever you are, I hope you're having a, a lovely life with uh, that Galveston boy. Yep. Uh, yeah. You and his, uh, you know, I hope his, uh, his dentist uh, His office dental practice. Was, was, his <laughs> dental practice is good to you both, <laughs> uh, and you're retired somewhere now, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and you never talk to that horrible Dr. Hook ever again. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan Ackery. I'm Rachel Oaks.
1: And I'm Michael Gazelle.
3: Be back- uh, with another great story song next episode, so please listen then and enjoy it. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com.
1: Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast.
0: And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great Story Song. Thanks for listening.
1: I didn't get to record the intro this week on the Story Song podcast.
2: You're such an asshole. <laughs> I mean, that's
3: that's good, but now I'll just do it clean so that I have it. <clears throat>
5: Forge audio, dream it, build it, share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football